TC Hill is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Now get off me. Welcome to Kick It Naturally. I'm Kenna McEnroe and I'm here with TC Hale, author, natural health expert, producer. And it's Show Tunes Day. It's Show Tunes Day. We were just singing The Little Mermaid. Actually, Will started it. Yeah, he did. Who'd have thought that was, that was going to happen? Name that song. Was that a show? Name that tune was this that show. Tune, yeah. Before you were born, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but he's an old soul, that Will. Uh-huh. From the uh, 70s. Uh-huh. So to my left is Broadway star extraordinaire. Add to his list of credits, Will Hottie Patati Schmidt. Pro- oh, right. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be yeah, great. Be. Just we go to a play one day. Will never even told yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. You're like in singing. Annie? Yeah. Or maybe you're in Broadway, downtown Los Angeles, mm. and you're in a show there. On Skid Row. That's a different kind of show. It's a very, very different yeah, kind of hello. show. So today, we're having another potluck show with the Ask Tony question. Ask. Ask. I even thought of that earlier, to pronounce the K. <laughs> Ask. Tony. Yeah, good questions. job. Good job. These questions have been asked of Tony. Right. And now we're getting around to talk about them. Yeah, we're going to answer the, Tony. The questions, exactly. So if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, what is your holdup? Go to Kick It in the Nuts. That's where we always post our topics that we'll be doing for future shows. And you guys can ask any questions a lot of you guys aren't even waiting for us to post topics anymore you're just like hey talk about this yeah and so we have some of those in this show today yep exactly so uh should we just dive right on in or yeah, let's dive in message then. from uh, our sponsor or anything like that Nah, let's just answer okay. things all right let's answer things okay so tammy from valdosta georgia valdosta valdosta is that it yeah i used to go through valdosta oh you a lot. went through it's valdosta nice. yeah. okay i have the lap band will this hinder my getting on your program or not so when you look at any kind of thing that is uh, a stomach that has been restricted or maybe they took some of it out or whatever they're doing in an attempt to make it smaller um with most cases of obesity uh, there's other issues and we talk about those on a gazillion different shows um and you know just making the stomach smaller doesn't really fix any of those issues but that doesn't mean that you can't do the things that we recommend people doing when their goal is to lose weight you can still look at your chemistry and try and figure out what's going on what's making it difficult for you not to eat uh the junk or too much or any of that kind of stuff there is one problem that we have to look at though and I've had a few clients that have had some type of bypass or lap band or something like that and the problem was that to fix some of these issues whether it be you know maybe the person's digestion isn't working well and they can't you know pull nutrients out of the food they're eating um, they may need to take quite a few supplements you know a lot of times when people start off they need to be a little bit aggressive. It's not like taking a drug where it's this, you take one thing and it's as powerful as a locomotive train that's going to run over you. It's not like that when you use something natural. So a lot of people need to take quite a few capsules in order to get things going. You know, just with HCL, we teach people how to ramp up to five per meal or something. But if somebody's had a bypass, they're, that's about all that's going to fit in there is about five HCL capsules. And and maybe a, a bite or two of, of their meal. So it, that's, that can be a little problematic. 
Yeah, you may really have to work with your altered anatomy to form new habits that work for your system. So like maybe smaller, more frequent meals, meals that really just have what you need in them. So I guess, you know, you can look at it as it was a, you know, let's work with what you've done as an advantage of like, okay, now you have to make these new healthy habits because you have to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because I know people, you know, even in my family that have lap band that have gained their weight all back. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a cure all fix all. No. And if you're even if you're only eating tiny little like three bites, if you can't digest it, then that's still going to be a toxin for your body. So. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with those types of fixes that people do is, they view it as, oh well, I'm eating much less now. I lose weight, so but I can still get away with eating whatever I want. And they continue to. You know, maybe a meal is just M&M's and they're still spiking insulin level and causing the body to store fat. And um, they're also, they haven't corrected the problem that is the body needs actual nutrients. That's why most people eat too much or they they can't get past the cravings of the junk and they continue to eat that. Is because the body's needing other stuff. It's gimme, gimme, gimme. And uh, so... It doesn't mean that you can't do these things if you have lap band or some kind of stomach restriction. You're just going to have to alter the steps that we talk about a lot. And one thing that I've had someone do that was successful, but it was successful because it was appropriate for them, is that instead of using HCL capsules to improve digestion, they were just using a little bit of apple cider vinegar each time that they ate you know, a protein, that they needed a little bit of a boost to help it digest. And uh, it was appropriate for them because uh, they weren't overly anabolic already, where if someone was very anabolic, they may need to do some work to fix that before they were using a whole lot of apple cider vinegar that could make that worse. Yeah, I mean, I would think it's pretty much exactly the same as whether you had the lap in or not as far as like what foods will work for you when your digestion's working well. You might just really have to restrict your portion size and really take it like really utilize the amount of like stomach function you have you know and don't think okay now it's like you're saying like it's a free for all i can just eat whatever i want now because i'm going to eat so little like having just a little bit of really not healthy food and no healthy food because you don't have space for it is also a recipe for disaster like it could even further slow down your metabolism if all you've done is restrict calories and all the calories you're still consuming are bad, like that's that's not gonna help you lose body fat or you'll lose a lot of like lean muscle tissue and bone density and right. light years off your life. But right. like, you, like that. you wanna really take advantage of like get the nutrients into your body that you need and um, and try to work with your chemistry to get rid of like the cravings that made you overeat for the years that inspired the surgery in the first place. Right, and, and think about, you know, if you're going through the things that we suggest and you're like, okay, okay what do I adjust? What I've had some people do in the past was, um, you know, we'll talk about, let's say that someone has to fix digestion. Let's say they have to use beet flow and HCL and enzymes. And, and they, you know, they, they really need to use all those to fix that problem if digestion is a problem for them. So this is just an example. Um, you know, we tell people to take, you know, a few beet flow before the meal and then HCL in the middle of the meal, maybe an enzyme just before the meal or something like that. But uh, beet flow is something that you could take at any time. So I had people take that in between when they were eating. Um, so, you know, maybe there's not, you don't need to take all the supplements right when you're eating. HCL is really the only one that really has to be taken in the middle of that meal. And then keep in mind that if you're using any mineral supplements, that those should go in 
near a meal. You want digestive action to help you process those minerals. But vitamins, amino acids, uh, beet flow, those things could be taken a little bit away from the meal. So you might be like kind of doing something all day if your meals are already very small and very frequent because your stomach is small. And now if you're going to add in, well, I'm going to take a few capsules in between meals, you might be doing something every 30 minutes or so. And that's okay because it will still allow you to fix some issues. Would you uh, would you be a bigger fan of like liquid meals for someone in this case, like shakes and such? So yeah, shakes could be a good idea in some circumstances like this if the shake is not crap, you know, because no, I didn't mean like a McDonald's, yeah, you know, right. like, a, right. like a protein Oreo. Yeah. I'd be for that, Dad. McDonald's right. shake ever. Right. So I, I Will said like uh-huh. Oreo melt. You know, but that's that's a great point. Is that you can do some things in a liquid form that would be very beneficial like bone broth would be an amazing thing because it has all of those nutrients in there that your body is really starving for that maybe you're not getting from poor digestion you could use uh, our protein powder the natural selection nutritionals because that has a lot of uh, nutrients that are hard to find in a lot of foods so as long as you're not using some sugar-fied thing or something that has all these artificial sweeteners and there's a lot of proteins that we're not big fans of you know soy and whey and things that are going to cause other problems but it could be beneficial to do that because you know when you're having bone broth or a quality shake uh, something that you make you don't need digestive supplements to help break that down it's already very easy to access i just don't like to see somebody doing the liquid diet all the time i don't I don't feel that's appropriate. I know you don't either. Yeah. I don't even think Kenna thinks that's appropriate. It's not funny. It depends either. on if it's alcohol. Though. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so, like, this person should probably listen to the cravings episode and take the almost free digestion course at Kick It Naturally, probably, huh? Kickitnaturally.com. Yeah, yeah, we have a new website that we put some stuff on and it's fancy. Um, so, those things might help you do that. And then just keep in mind that when you're learning from those places, uh, that you may just have to adjust some things because of your circumstances, but that's okay. You can still see some results. And then you can also at some point take off the lap band, right? They can remove those and get rid of it if they thought that they were, like, good to go. Like, they'd worked on everything and they're like... I don't know that a doctor would say, yeah, you're probably good to go, <laughs> but I think a person could explain, yeah. look, I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm um, good to go. Take this thing off yeah. of me. Um, so that's up to the person and I think it depends on the type of surgery they have as to what the options are a lot of people will, you know they're cutting out part of the stomach and yeah. re-sewing it up they you know that's a different thing but even when they do those you hear about a lot of people where their stomach stretches out yeah. again mm-hmm. yeah I know that you think you had family members yeah, that have exactly had that um, let's take a break real quick because Kenna has stuff she wants to tell us oh about. yeah If you'd like to learn how to become a health coach or even just dig into more advanced teachings for yourself or your family, go to healthprocourse.com to learn about Tony and Will's course for coaches. Registration for this course only opens to the public for about a week at a time, so be sure to register for the coach newsletter so you'll be notified when the next registration opens. You'll find more info at healthprocourse.com. That sounded almost like we recorded it. Yeah, that was really good. Were you not nervous or something? Nailed that, right, yeah. I must have minerals today or something. Yeah, must, must. Okay, let's go to our next question. Okay, Cindy. Just received Tony's book, Done With Being Fat. Brief background. Hit 200 pounds in fifth grade. 
Turn 50 in July, no kids, crappy relationship, no support, but smart enough to know that knowledge is the best defense against anything needing conquered. Have a treadmill at home, dust it off every week. I'm I'm only on one prescription for thyroid. Get blood work done every three months. Still not there yet, but really fed up with with not getting anywhere with losing weight. I'm self-employed at home, borderline recluse. I'm very inspired from what I have read so far and will be purchasing the correct supplements to get things going. This makes so much sense. Just wanted to let you know I'm very excited and this is really the last attempt. I'm so tired of failing. Thanks for listening. Aww. So Cindy doesn't even have a question, but it's, it's you know, I think a lot of people need to hear this because I think yeah. a lot of people are in this situation. Oh, and, yeah. And so if we talk about some things that give them some ideas, I do love, you know, you hear so often <laughs> that, you know, my treadmill is right in my living room. It's yeah, perfect to exactly. hang my clothes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dry them on there every time. It's very effective. All my workout DVDs. Uh-huh. Have, you know, yeah, I stack them right them. up on the treadmill. Yeah, I use them as coasters now. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, the thing though, Cindy, is that let's say that you did the treadmill and you saw results, you probably would not skip it as often. It wouldn't be a thing where like, I might as well dust it off and give this a shot this time. You would be excited about doing it because the results were coming, you were feeling better, all that stuff. Um, and that's, I think, the perception that a lot of people have because that's the perception that's given out there by mainstream so-called experts that are here to help us uh but the reality is that oops it's just not true that walking on a treadmill or running or doing any type of workout really is not going to bring the weight loss results if the other problems are not handled first yeah the food's like 90 percent of it it really is and you know all that workout stuff can really be great to set somebody up and put them in a good position mm-hmm. to accelerate results to make things better make them feel better stronger all mm-hmm. those things it's it, it's amazing stuff but it works zero percent of the time if you're not fixing the other stuff and if she doesn't have any support she should definitely join our private free support group on facebook yeah it's a it's really a big deal and let's say that someone's shy because this is you know cindy's off obviously a little bit ballsy just to write this without even looking for information, you know, but a lot of people are not. A lot of people are very shy. They think about a support group. I'm going to go in there and somebody might ask me what my name is and it horrifies them and and that restricts their ability to get the help that they need. So, but it's good for people to know that in this support group, you ask to join and you come in and it's totally private. If you ask a question and you shave your head. Yeah, and as soon as your head is shaved, we allow you to ask questions. Um, no, we, we limit the head shaving. But um, if you decide to ask a question, only the people in the group can see it. But even if you don't, there's people in there every day asking questions, and you can just kind of stalk the group and until somebody asks the question that you're looking for, and somebody will give them some answers, and you can kind of get your own help just by looking at what other people have asked and answered and that kind of stuff so it can be really beneficial but you're right to be excited from what you've read because odds are great that you've been working against yourself for a long time and against your body and once you figure out how to work with your body it really can be a different game so it's just a matter of figuring that out what are some of the biggest things that uh that we talk about that um usually someone figures out that helps them succeed at this well definitely digestion 
is like the paramount ultimate and i think if you if you look at it like uh like a farmer is a really good approach especially for someone who's been overweight for so long like i would like i you could see dramatic results right away and then it also might be more like something you have to work at for a while if your body's had major imbalances for a long time like you may have to just start with like just trying to clear out your digestive system from a bunch of like problems like whether your stomach acid levels are low your bile stuck or intestinal floor is all off like that might take a little work and then once that happens there might be a bunch of like detoxification your body has to go through like maybe fatty acids accumulating your tissues or hormones that are all off or an underactive thyroid so don't be discouraged like if you don't all of a sudden lose 100 pounds like right it might be a lot of like groundwork you got to do but the great thing i think about the system is like you we're taking like a a very strategic problem-solving approach where we look at things that you can measure and track and see like okay these symptoms are related to this measurement in my chemistry and I can watch that improve and that can help give you um, more uh, more of a sense of empowerment and a more intelligent approach to like if you just tried this for like a week and you didn't see yourself lose a pound you know, if you saw your chemistry shift, you'd be like, oh, wow, I was making progress. I, I did something. I affected yeah. something. My bile flow improved. Like, that doesn't mean you're going to lose weight all of a sudden, but it will be a piece of the puzzle. So right. I think it, it helps to have these more tangible measurements that we can take, which a lot of times, especially if, like, if you have depression or emotional issues, you may not see yourself changing in the mirror because you may have this, like, mental block about, oh, I'm just, I'm just fat or whatever. It's not working. Uh-huh. Like, but if you can look at these numbers and be like, oh, these make sense to me. I'm going to just keep going, even though I don't necessarily see something yet. I I witness these these changes. Right. I think that was interesting with Kenna, too, as I remember. You know, she didn't lose 30 pounds right off the bat, but I remember that she had some physical issues that seemed to change pretty rapidly, and it was enough for her to get excited to see, oh, wow, I've never been able to make this change before, but I have been. And it can kind of motivate you to want to do more to see, oh, mm-hmm. what else? What else will improve? Yeah. And it's all, too, about baby steps, you know. Um, I mean, don't you don't have to try every single thing in Tony's book the first yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, that'll, that'll overwhelm you. you. So just pick one thing. If that thing is, okay, I'm going to start looking at my numbers, you should start off looking at whatever you can from the beginning so you have something to judge it by. And then say, I'm going to stop Cokes this week. I'm not going to drink a Coke or a soda or whatever. I'm not going to do fast food. Yeah, I'm going to see just what happens when way. I add sea salt yeah. to my food. Does, yeah, that, exactly. does that make me crave a little bit less? I wonder what that'll do. And you know, there are some steps that are super simple that you just kind of start tossing in and see what works for you. And the things that overwhelm you, maybe you build up to those. Maybe you ask questions about those. Maybe you see people in the group uh, having success with those so that you say, oh, maybe maybe that is worth figuring out and doing the effort for that if I see people uh, having success with that. But, you know, if you start with anything, it's just about tricking yourself into wanting to do more. And usually the best trick is to see something improve no matter what that is. Yeah, and I seem to remember, like, I didn't lose weight that fast in the beginning, but then once it started hitting, then I was losing pretty good weight pretty fast. Pretty consistently. Yeah, pretty consistently. And it just, I mean, your body's going to hold on to it for a little bit until it finds out, oh, so this is this is what we're doing now, you know, and I can, like, get rid of some of this. Because it's going to hold on to stuff maybe in the beginning. It might not, but it might. So just, you know, look at your numbers. There's a lot then, of factors that go into yeah, exactly. how hard it's going to be. and are, are, Everybody's are, different. Are you pooping? Is your bio yeah. flowing? There's all that kind of stuff. But um, it, it's just exciting to see someone who's been trying for so long 
get new information and say, whoa, that that makes sense. And I've never done that. So maybe that that's enough for me to make some things happen. Yeah, so Kick Your Fat support group. Yeah, just for, uh, search for us on uh, on Facebook and join. And, and we can't wait to hear about what happens with you, Cindy. And maybe one more thing. like It sounds like, like the support group, I think, is an awesome mm-hmm. thing. She might also want to try to find like either a health coach online yeah. or a local practitioner because it sounds like isolation is kind of an issue. Yeah. And it doesn't, you don't have to be married with this like perfect American family to feel like comfortable. But maybe if you have a health coach that you're like interacting with and working with, that could be like some emotional support that it sounds right. like a, she's voicing she a, needs. A lot of them work just through email. Yeah. So that, and that's a pretty easy thing for someone to do. Yeah. Um, and, and I think now we're probably talking, you know, obviously Cindy's okay because she sent us an email mm-hmm. so she can handle that. But I think there's a lot of people where that's very difficult to do. And so understanding that starting off with what you can, you know, there are other options. It doesn't have to be, I need to show up uh, where there's a trainer that's going to scream at me. That's, you don't need to do that. Yeah. So, you know, get on the support group and hit me with an email or something like that because I go through the same stuff. Yeah. Okay. Leanna, recently I was diagnosed with a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Would you talk about this? I, I would. I would talk about this. Like it, anywhere? You just you just talk. Or no, I'll do it now. Like if we were sitting on a straight like next to a stranger on a bus. Yeah, just, I just start talking. about I bet some. you would. But that would suck. <laughs> like you didn't even get to have the alcohol for the yeah. fun, and you got <laughs> liver disease. It's, it's like lame. what is this secondhand alcohol it's drinking? Like getting AIDS yeah. from a blood transfusion. Like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so let's look at a couple things here, um, because there's a lot of confusion about this, and when you look at what some of the things that we understand now it seems a little bit silly um but the biggest one would be that uh, most of the medical world wants to tell people when they have um any type of fatty liver disease and we'll come back to the alcoholic and non-alcoholic factor in a second but a lot of them like to tell you oh well you need to be on a low-fat diet because your liver is too fatty so we need to remove all those fats from you and uh, the problem is that a low-fat diet makes the problem worse because when you remove um, fats from your diet you're going to increase your carbohydrate uh, intake and you most people can't really consume enough fat to make their liver fatty but the body can create enough fat to make it fatty much easier than it would be to to make that happen just by consuming fat and what happens is when we eat carbohydrates, we, we store that as glycogen. And, and when, uh, but that's only a limited storage in the liver and in our muscles and everything. And when that's full, now the body's going to take the excess carbohydrate and turn it into a saturated fat. And then those saturated fats start to store. And they can also bond with uh, glycerol to form triglycerides. And then those start to store in the liver and we get fatty liver. So it's similar to where they look at heart attack victims and like, oh, they have all this saturated fat in here. So we got to stop allowing them to eat saturated fat to get rid of heart disease. That was the popular thing for many, many years and decades. And we know now that it's just wrong. Science has proven over and over again, oh, look at that. We did it wrong. Absolutely. And, uh, we know now that you can reduce those issues by reducing the 
level of carbohydrate intake if your body is in a position where it can't process those carbs. Maybe we need to get into a little bit about, uh, you know, insulin resistance and an inability to process those and yeah, that kind of stuff too. So, I mean, that's a really, I think that's maybe the most important thing to look at. Like, why, why would that be happening if I was eating, you know, just from eating carbs? And it usually comes from either an inability to use those carbohydrates effectively or consumption of too many carbs or the wrong kind of carbs, like starches, as opposed to like naturally occurring fruit sugars. Starch is much more likely to be stored as triglycerides or synthesized into triglycerides. And there's all sorts of things that can inhibit our cells' ability to use uh, carbohydrates for energy, like an underactive thyroid, elevated estrogen, elevated cortisol levels, insulin resistance, too many fatty acids in the blood, uh, elevated D-lactic acid, all sorts of things that inhibit regular cell... CO2 stuff, yeah. not enough and stuff like that. Right, low CO2. All these things that inhibit regular cellular respiration, which is the mitochondria's, which is like little engines in the cells, the use of glucose for energy. All those things that I just mentioned can inhibit that. And when that's inhibited, even if you're eating like what, you know, the doctor said was like the healthy kind of carbs... You, they may not get used for fuel and instead get synthesized as triglycerides and contribute to fatty liver disease. Yeah, and think of this is the big problem is, you know, Will's explaining that when there's too much sugar in the system because it's not able to be used properly, it, it gets converted. But to your body, your body may be saying, hey, man, I need some sugar. Why, why do, what is wrong with those cupcakes right there? Eat those cupcakes right now. And you get these horrible cravings and you can't help but eat this junk. It's because your body needs that glucose, but it's not getting any even though you're eating it. So you continue to eat more, more of it gets converted to fat, more of it gets stored as saturated fat or triglycerides and all these other problems. And, you know, that's that's a huge problem. You have to kind of look at, okay, I need to adjust what's, not only going in, but you probably have to adjust some digestive issues and some physiological issues so that your body can use uh, glucose from the food that you are eating. And that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to dive deeper into this specific aspect, um, they can look up a article by Ray Pete called Sugar Issues. They just Google or go to raypeat.com and type in the search box sugar issues. You'll see this where he talks about diabetes really not necessarily coming from consumption of too much carbohydrates, but an inability to use those carbohydrates. And he'll really highlight the role of estrogen and unsaturated or polyunsaturated fatty acids really screwing up the system. So if you want to look deeper into that, the science of like, what are we talking about? Why would that happen? That's a good place to look. Right. And one, one thing, and, and Ray Pete is a little more advanced. So if you're new to all this, it might not be the first place you want to go. Because uh, if you get confused, you might say, okay, I can't do any of this. But um, that's a great place to look for deeper stuff. But one problem to look at is that, you know, the, uh, the American Liver, Liver Foundation says that like, about 25% of America is dealing with a fatty liver and they say that the big uh, correlating factors that go along with that are obesity, diabetes, high cholesterol, and high triglycerides. Oh, funny, isn't it? Isn't that weird that all of those things are exactly caused by excessive starch and carbohydrate intake Mm. and yet 
with this situation, they're still telling people, you got to go on a low-fat diet if you have fatty liver disease. Hmm. So we see that it's an error. The, the science shows that you know these are not the ways to fix cholesterol and diabetes and all these things, is not to go on a low-fat diet. We, we know that now. And so you have to translate this over to fix the fatty liver disease. Going on a low-fat diet is, is not the best option. One thing to think about, I think you'd agree with agree with me, is if you can't digest fats well, it's not really going to serve you to eat plenty of fat at the moment. So like if your liver function is impaired where it's not producing healthy bile that's getting to the duodenum where it should and it's rolling digestion, you need to work on that before you can really benefit from consuming fat. So maybe if your liver function is really low, you wouldn't necessarily be on a high-fat diet. But the solution still is not like a high-carb diet. The solutions work on your liver function and try to alter your diet so that you stop perpetuating the fatty liver. Right, yeah, it's definitely not, we're not saying that it's a high-fat diet that fixes it, but it is, you you do need the ability to process those fats, you need the ability to process proteins so that you don't need so many starches and carbohydrates. So it's pretty it's pretty common that fixing digestion is the priority if you want to try and make that switch to a diet that's going to help this specific situation so yeah I, i'm kind of upset that we didn't even mention that before okay <laughs> well, we, we did now so. Right, so and leanne i mean since you said ray pizza kind of advanced she could get your book which today all of I'm our listeners at all. can yeah, get a free novice. audiobook <laughs> From audible.com. Just go to kickitinthenuts.com forward slash audiobook for the details, and you can get Tony's book there or another book or for free. <laughs> yeah, Tina Fey has a book. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Saucy yeah. Pants, exactly. <laughs> Amy Schumer's new book. Gonna come oh, up. that's great. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, so just know that uh, we do see people improve this issue, and you know, the liver is a big deal because a lot of times. In these situations, it's already overwhelmed, um, or the body is overwhelmed, and of course the liver will be overwhelmed in turn. So, helping the liver function better by helping bile flow better is crucial, and then improving digestion so you can eat other kinds of foods and reduce your starch intake, it's a big deal. So, see what happens when you go that route. Yeah. All right. Is that it? We did it. We, we knocked did it, it out. Do you want, she should definitely take the free digestion course. Well, it's though. almost like, free. It's almost oh, free. We have, we have inflation. But yeah. like, in so we're, we're, we, it went from free to 50 cents. Sure. But in there, you'll learn tips of like, how do I help my liver function better? Like using yeah. Flow or Xenoplex. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, so that's a good, that is a good place to kind of get the basics if you're having a hard time getting a grasp of them. Exactly. It's almost free. Almost. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to learn more about how to look at your own chemistry, you can read any of Tony's books or take the almost free four-week digestion course at kickitnaturally.com. Or you can head on over to Will Schmidt's mybodyofknowledge.net, and he's got a bunch of great blogs, exercises, articles, all kinds of good stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see you next week. We got some good questions for that show. Yeah, later. Learn more about today's topic by becoming a KIY member and gain access to our members-only podcast episodes. That's where we dig deeper into each topic and share the secrets that help our clients and coaches see such amazing results. You'll also gain access to our private support group where you can ask us questions when you get stuck. It's only $9 a month and you get free shipping at naturalreference.com, which can save you like $9 a month. So do the math and join the Kick It Yourself KIY gang. Go to kickitnaturally.com forward slash KIY and we'll see you on the inside.